And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, October 6th. And we are here to try to help you make great financial decisions or at least stop making bad ones. It was so funny. I was just um, on uh, this other podcast. Uh, did I tell you about this, Mark? This Roy's Job Fair podcast? I don't know when it's going live, but it, they interviewed me. It was a lot of fun. And they were making fun of me because they said, oh, you got to write the book about not the dumb things smart people do, but the smart things dumb people do. And I was like, you know what? Most people actually are pretty smart about their money. They usually know when they're veering off track, but they don't know how to stop their emotions from kind of deterring them. We are delighted to answer your financial questions. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com. Click on the contact button and we'll get your note and we'll write back or maybe we'll read your email on the air. But even better, if you're willing to come on the air live with us, it's just so much more fun in general for us, but also I think you're going to have a better experience and listeners, they want to hear your voices. So why don't you do it? So just let us know if you're willing to come on the air. Executive producer Mark Delercio will do all the rest because he does everything. Today, we are joined from another Mark. It's Mark who is on the line from Virginia. Hello, Mark. What can we do for you today? Hi, Jill. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I appreciate everything that you and Mark do. Love the podcast. My main question is what to do with some extra money that I'm going to have coming in. Um, I did a refinance on my mortgage. Great. So that rate is now 2.875%. Um, so that'll give me about $200 extra a month. Um, I also finally stopped being lazy and I fixed my federal withholding on my paycheck. So that'll give <laughs> I know, I know. Um, that'll give me about three hundred dollars a month extra as well. Wow, this and big change! That's it great. is. I, I know. I was getting the hefty refund, and I, every t every year I would know I I should do it, and I finally did it this year. Oh, good for you! Well done. Okay, so first couple of questions, Mark. How old are you? So I'm fifty four. Are you single, partnered? What's your situation? I'm single. 
Okay. Not with that extra 500 bucks a month, you're not going to be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said you refied your place. What is the outstanding mortgage? 270 is about what I owe. And it's a crazy housing market where I live. And I think they're about 500 right now. Wow. Is it a single family? Is it a condo? What are you in? It's a townhome. Townhome. Okay. And you love it? You're staying there? I'm staying there for the near future for sure. Um, what else can you tell us about yourself? For example, how much money do you make? So I make um, about 138. 401k contribution. How much do you put in? So I max that out, including the catch up contribution because I'm mm-hmm. over 50. Mm-hmm. The only good thing about being above 50, I will tell you, is that catch-up contribution. See, ladies and gentlemen, all is not lost. You turn 50, you might feel a little bit down in the dumps, and then you find out, wait a second, I can put an extra 6500 bucks into my 401k or my 403b? Yes, you can. So you're putting in 26000 of your 138. That's great. How much money has accumulated in your 401k so far? So in that is about 453000 Great, 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 great. Most of that is pre-tax. My company did start offering a Roth 401k option last year. Mm-hmm. So right now I've got it split 50-50. Okay. The Roth 401k probably only has like whatever, 10 grand or whatever in there? Yeah. Okay, got it. And what about other assets that you have um, that you've accumulated? Tell me about that. Okay. Um, I do get a pension at work. Ooh, you are so eligible. Dude's got a half a million dollars and he's got a 2.875% mortgage and a pension. I mean, really, if you want a spouse, you will find one very quickly. Okay. Tell us about the pension. Uh, so it has a cash value of about a hundred thousand right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put 6% of my salary into the pension fund. So it'll be an annuity uh, whenever I retire. Okay. That's great. What about non-retirement stuff? Anything else floating around out there? Yeah. So I've got a Roth IRA that has about 10000 in it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a traditional IRA, but I just actually converted that 3000 into the Roth. So that okay. Roth 10000 includes that amount. Okay. And then I have a brokerage account. Uh, these are all at Vanguard of about 21000 Is that like a fun money account? It is more for retirement if I need to, you know, flexibility kind of options. It's just like an extra pot of money. In other words, it's not like you're not telling me that you're trading stocks actively. In other words, this is really more of a supplemental retirement. Correct. Okay, got it. How about emergency reserves? What do you have? Well, so I also have one more account. So I've got an HSA at work. Oh, good. I am maxing that out. And I'm trying not to tap the HSA money, so I am putting away an extra $200 a month into an account that I use to actually pay for my health care. Okay, good. Like, in other words, you're sort of setting up this little slush fund to pay for the deductibles, et cetera, so that you don't have to pull the money out of the HSA. That way, the HSA is preserved as you get older when you might have more costly stuff going on, right? Right. right. Okay, perfect. How much is in the HSA now? Um, That has, I want to say, about... 15, 16,000. Okay. So brokerage, HSA, emergency reserve. Uh, it's only 5,000. So it is underfunded. How for sure. funny. That's so weird. 
That's like a weird thing to me that like you have everything else is like neat and buckled up. Okay. Any other debt besides the mortgage? Uh, I do have a car, uh, a car, car loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think is like 4.375%. This car loan, what is the outstanding balance on the car loan? 20000 or so. Okay. Um, one more question before I b- bug you too much. Uh, the brokerage account, is everything in that brokerage account, does everything have a big gain embedded in it? Um, I'd have to look. So it's split between uh, the Vanguard total stock market and a high yield tax exempt fund. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't think the, the tax exempt bond fund has too much of a gain. Okay. And I'm not sure what the gain is on my stock market. The other okay. Fund. Don't hurt me for giving you this advice, but here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I love that you have this $500 a month. It's fantastic. So the first thing that I would do is I would probably, I don't know, Mark, you're going to have to make a decision about whether you agree with this or not. I would blow out of the brokerage account as long as there's not too much in taxes due. And I would use the money that's in the brokerage account. I would just whack down half of the car loan and I put the other half in my emergency reserve fund. And then I would essentially take the $500 a month and make sure that my emergency reserve fund gets built up and then finish off the car loan. And when that's all good and, you know, settled, then you can take the $500 a month and repopulate the brokerage account. The reason is that I just think that at this point, you're very well invested almost everywhere, but there's like these little picayune things that are like annoying to me. 4.375% is just, um, it's a pretty high number for a car loan. So I'd like to get rid of that car loan. And you, as you, you know, mentioned, you are underfunded on your emergency reserve. I mean, what are your expenses every month? Um, I'd probably say about 6000 a month. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's do the math. 6000 times six months. That's what you need in your emergency reserve fund. Okay. Just like that. Easy peasy. I mean, I don't think you're getting fired. It sounds like you've got a good job and you've solid and you got a pension and all that stuff. But that emergency reserve fund is low and I want 10 grand in there fast. Actually, I could almost make the case to keep all the money in the emergency reserve fund, except that 4.375% is a very high interest rate. And I'd like to get that paid down. So that's why I think we can do it halvesies. I had not thought about getting that car paid off quicker, um, Mm -hmm. but I do like that idea. Okay, I'm going to throw a little wrinkle. Do it. So I am also coming up to the point where I max out my 401k. So I have basically... $2,500 $2,500 or $3,000, depending upon how taxes play out from November, December, where there's no Roth, or I'm sorry, no 401k contributions going in. So there's extra money there as well to Great. hit to the car loan. Yeah. I mean, look, you if you're really freaked out about the emergency reserve, you know, you can sell the brokerage account out and put all the money in the emergency reserve fund and hold it there. This brokerage account is not actually as important to me as the funding the emergency reserve fund and paying off the car loan. I cannot find you a 4.375% guaranteed rate of return. And that's what you're talking about when you pay down that car loan. It's an after-tax rate of return of 4.375% guaranteed, no risk. That to me is a very, very wise decision. And when you have the extra money, all you need to know is your two 
pieces here are the emergency reserve fund, the car loan. Those get paid off, and, and it may happen by the end of this year for all we know. Then as soon as that's done, just start re redirecting the money that's available into the brokerage account. Don't put it, don't do it in a high yield fund. Definitely don't. You can go into a total stock market and um, maybe an intermediate term bond fund, splitting that in, you know, in half, just a little liquidity, a little bit boring of an investment structure, but that's it. That's all I would do. All this cash flow. Um, depending on you know when the money comes in and what's going on, it just goes to those basic needs of emergency reserve fund, the car loan, and then the brokerage account. And you can do them concurrently. I mean, the emergency and the car loan, but the brokerage is really your, yes, of course, I'd like to get that built up again. It will get built up again because you're going to have that $500 a month that's going to go in there. It's going to be very easy to get that clicking along. Great. That makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you so much. Okay. Now, last thing. I know you're a single eligible man. However, um, do you have your estate planning done? Do you have someone who is like, you know, you're in your 50s. So, you know, is there some documentation of what you want to happen, et cetera? Yes, because it was a benefit through work. I have my will and and all of that. Fantastic. Anything else that we can help you out with, Mark from Virginia? That was everything. Thank you so much. Oh, it's such a pleasure. And good luck to you. Emergency reserve, car debt, pay down. All right. If you would like a tiny bit of direction, Mark's in such good shape and so many of you are in good shape. You don't have to be in such good shape to give us a call, but you know, you can hear uh, the stories that, you know, people are, are making money that, you know, Mark's making a good living. He's not making a million dollars a year. Look at all the money he's accumulated just by sticking to a game plan, just by putting money away early on, a little bit at a time, retirement. It works. It just works. So if you would like some help either getting on track, getting back on track, trying to make your next best financial decision, give us a holler. Our website is jillonmoney.com. Just click the contact button. While you're there, you can read our columns. You can listen to older shows. You can watch TV segments. And Mark's got a fantastic resource section. So do that. Check it out. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Mark does that every Friday. And let us know if there's something we can do to help you out. And we would like to help you out, but we're also going to ask a favor. If you wouldn't mind, could you give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? That would be so great. We would really appreciate it. Please try to do something nice for someone else today. And remember the mantra, grit, growth, grace, a little gratitude won't hurt either. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.